Welcome to Restoration Podcast. Be blessed as you listen to this Sunday's message, Power for Divine Acceleration. For Samuel 2, from verse 1, we're going to read 1 through 11. We're reading the song of Hannah. Another Bible translation, we call it the prayer of Hannah. Amen. And Anna prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none only as the Lord, for there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let no arrogancy come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The the bows of the mighty men are broken, and they that stumbled are guarded with strength. They that are full have hired out themselves for bread. They that are hungry ceased, so that the barren had born seven. And she that has many children is waxed feeble, verse 6. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. Verse 7 says, The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and he lifted up. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among priests and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the heart are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. Verse 9, he will keep the foot of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness, for by strength shall no man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces, out of heaven shall it thunder upon them, and the Lord shall judge the ends of the heart, and he will give strength unto his king, and exalt the horn of his anointed. And Elkanah went to Ramah to his house, and the child, that is Samuel, did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest, in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord continue to bless his word in the name of Jesus. Our Father and our Lord, we want to thank you one more time for a time in your presence. We want to thank you because you send your word and you heal. You send your word and you deliver. You send your word and you set free. You send your word and you open doors, Father Lord God, of divine acceleration. You send your words and you give us the keys to divine acceleration. And more importantly, to this morning, you send your words and you give us the power to divine acceleration. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father Lord God, I empty myself and I say, Father, you speak through me yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. I have no power of my own, but I know I'm coming with the anointing upon my life, even by your grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Because I am your child helped by grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord God, I put into subjection every spirit of distraction, every spirit that we even want to stop with your children from receiving that you have from us for us this morning. I put under subjection by the blood of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. And I declare open door, open heavens this morning, even as we receive your word. God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, let there be transformation. Let there be healing uh, through your word. Even as we step on into 2021, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Are we excited to hear from God this morning? We can have our seat for those of us in the sanctuary. I'm sure those at home are already seated. Are we excited even to hear from God this morning? You know, like our, like our daddy that was taking the offering said, he said, this is, we have one more Sunday after today 
even for 2020. And despite everything that has happened in the year 2020, we are all excited to see the year come to an end, and we are all excited to enter 2021. Because why? Because we want to see the newness of God, what God has for us. Especially in our sanctuary, even by the, by the inspiration of the Lord, the, 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 our daddy in the house, uh, God gave us the fact that this is a season of divine acceleration. And because we have been empowered for divine acceleration, doors of divine acceleration has been opened unto us. We have been equipped for divine acceleration. We have been given the attitude to be ready for divine acceleration. Therefore, we are ready to move on to a higher level, even with our divine acceleration, in the mighty name of Jesus. I love the story of Hannah. You know, a lot of times we are quick to, to read, you know, to talk about Anna and talk about the fact that the Lord remembered Anna. And I tell you, even if it's not because of time, a Bible reading, I was going to take it from 1 Samuel 1, 1 through 28, and then go to 2, 1 to 11. So I want us to write it down and read it when we get home. And read that, you know, to just study about Anna. 1 Samuel 1, 1 through 28. That is one to the hand, and then two, one through eleven. And we can study about Hannah. Because a lot of times we're, we're quick to remember the fact that the Lord remembered Hannah. We're quick to remember the Lord, the fact that Hannah prayed and the Lord answered her. And he gave her Samuel. And we're all happy about that. You know, because the Lord has said none will be barren in the land. But we have to look at the, we have to look at the, everything in the context, in the, in, to, in the total context. We want to look at it in the in, in look at it in, in the full picture for us to be able to understand. Anna had to play a role. Anna had to do something for her to move into her divine acceleration. In other words, Anna had to use the power even for her to move into her divine acceleration. So this morning we want to remind ourselves of the fact that even though we've been empowered for divine acceleration, but we want to possess the power of divine acceleration so that we can move to our next level and we can fly higher in the mighty name of Jesus. And the Lord will help us to fly high in the mighty name of Jesus. Like I said during the announcement, you know, we had the only um, Congress in Nigeria. Uh, we know that the Redeemed Christian Church of God uh, headquarters is in Nigeria, uh, that the GO, that the Adeboye is in Nigeria. So it was a one-week Congress, you know, and I thank God because I was able to partake for that con Congress. Thank God for, you know, the technology that we have now. And the theme of that uh, of that content of the, of the Congress was ready to fly. How many of us are ready to fly? Amen. Come on, we can do better. How many of us are ready to fly? With all that has happened in 2020, how many of us are ready to fly into 2021? In the mighty name of Jesus. When you fly, that means you are moving on to the next level, right? When you fly, that means that you are moving higher. And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. No, by the grace of God, by training, I'm a physical therapist. And my specialization is pediatric physical therapist. That means that I work with the little children. I, you know, I work with children, especially those that have developmental milestones. I have to, you know, sometimes I have to start them with neck control and take them to walking. But one thing I know is that if there is no problem, if there is no delay, if there is no developmental delay, a child will walk normally, right? A child will walk normally. So when we, when we, when we, when we have to um, do the naming ceremony or christen a child, we always pray that when it's time for the child to have neck control, they will have it. When it's time for them to sit, they will sit. When it's time for them to crawl, they will crawl. When it's time for them to walk, they will walk. Because it's a normal progression, right? So for a child to be able to walk, 
it will, it will come naturally. But if they have developmental milestone, either because of some uh, bad defect, you know, they can, they can uh, cerebral palsy or the like, they can be delayed. And that's when a pediatric physical therapist will have to go to that child. Most of the time, we do home therapy. And then you will take care of that child. And you train that child to walk. And then, you know, that child will appreciate it and be able to walk. But and, and, and we know we have few kids here in the sanctuary this morning. How many of them have to, are able to fly without learning to fly? fly. Amen. In other words, you can walk naturally, but for you to be able to fly, you have to be trained to fly. Amen. Especially when we go into the area of flying an aeroplane, you know, you know, some, I know somebody that is um, hoping and thinking that he can fly a, uh, a plane. And because of that, he will go to the back and use, uh, what's that thing called now? Drone. Drone. <laughs> Hallelujah. And one day, the drone, I don't even know where he went to. We couldn't find that drone. I don't think he has found that drone till today. Amen. <laughs> the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. We are ready to fly to our next level. Let's, let's just do a quick definition of terms. Quick definition of time. What is acceleration? Acceleration has to do with velocity. In other words, we are able to, is an act or a process of moving faster or moving quickly. By the grace of God, you will move quickly in the mighty name of Jesus. By the grace of God, because you are under the sound of my voice this morning, nothing will delay you in the mighty name of Jesus. What is next level? Next level means that you are doing something uncommon, hallelujah. You are not getting it this morning. Next level means that you are surpassing others. In other words, when others are down here, you are up there. That is the next level. You will move to your next level this day in the mighty name of Jesus. What does it mean to fly? Of course, a lot of times we know that for you to fly, you need wings. The Lord will empower you to fly to your higher level in the mighty name of Jesus. What is power? Power is the ability or, uh, to direct or to influence the course of events. In other words, when you are empowered, when you have the power from above, you are able to direct events. You are able to do things that other people will tell you it's impossible. Because my God is a God that a God of impossibility turned to possibility. Because you are going to be empowered for divine acceleration this morning, you'll be able to do all things through Christ that strengthens you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Brethren, this is not a time for us to joke. The Bible says that we will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon us. I tell you a lot of times, even as Christians, we have that power, but are we showing that power? Amen. We, have Christ, we are Christians. We are born again. You know, there was one time I was, I was watching something on YouTube, and, you know, the pastor was trying to prove a point. Maybe I should have done that this morning. And I tell you, when I was preparing this message, I was uh, thinking, I said, can I be creative like pastor and do the bow and arrow thing or something like that <laughs> this morning? But I said, no, that is not me. Me, I can sing. <laughs> Amen. I can do my own with the singing, but not the, not the, you know, the creative aspects of it. Amen. You know, so I was, you know, I was watching that pastor, and the pastor was trying to demonstrate to the congregation, you know, congregation of ministers, powerful pastors, powerful deacons, deaconesses that have been ordained by, you know, by the, by, by the power of God. And he was trying to prove a point, and then they, they had a loud noise, amen, in the church, like an explosion. And I tell you, was even one of the assistant pastors, 
pastor that was the first to exit out of the church. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And the pastor was there saying, calm down, calm down, calm down. I wanted to know whether as born again Christian, you'd be able to use the power that you have to be able to say, no, nothing can move or shake me. I am standing on God because he is my peace. Amen. But do we do that? A lot of times, before you even hear the, the, the explosion, you forget that you are born again. Amen. It's like sometimes when you are involved in an incident or accident, before you even, sometimes, before you remember blood of Jesus, you would have said, hey, before you remember blood of Jesus, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The Lord will help us such that we are ready Christians, that we know that we have been empowered, and we're moving, even into our divine, we're moving with our divine acceleration in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, Joel Austin is one, one person that I, I, I admire, and I always read his book. In, in one of his latest books, Next Level Thinking. He was encouraging, and he was, you know, proving the fact that behind every ne negative mindset, or any, every scarcity mentality, or any limitation that you put on yourself, uh, you have to know that you have the power of victory. Amen. In other words, even though you have been you, you've been encouraged, you know, the word has come out that we have divine acceleration. You have to know that no matter what is trying to pull you down, you have to have that power for that divine acceleration. You have to have that mentality that you have the victory in the mighty name of Jesus. And know that there is no limitation in the mighty name of Jesus. The power for divine acceleration will, is, it will, will prove to you or will point you to the fact that you have new levels of victory, new levels of favor. And we're not getting it this morning. Because you have power for divine acceleration means that when you go out tomorrow to your school, when you go out tomorrow to your job, when you go out tomorrow to anywhere you have to go to, you will walk like somebody that has a new level of victory. You will walk like somebody that has a new level of favor. What does favor, what does favor mean? What does it mean to have new level of favor? That means that what others cannot do in that place of work, you can do it. That means that you are bold. You see a presentation that you have, you're going to present and people will be looking at you and they'll be like, wow, where is she from? I thought she has an accent. They will not even remember all of that. All they will remember is that this is a powerful man. This is a powerful woman. All to the glory of God. That is what divine acceleration does and the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Looking at our a Bible reading this morning, the story of, um, of, uh, of um, Anna. You know, we know all about Hannah. Hannah is, was married, and we know about the family of Elkanan. That is the husband. It was, she was married to, a, to someone that has two wives, you know. I know that is not common here in the U.S., but for some of us back from Africa, we know what it means to come from a polygamous home, a, a house with two wives. In other words, there will be competition. In other words, there will be fear. In other words, you'll be thinking, what is going to happen? What am I going to do in, the, in that case? And if we read that, First Samuel 1 through 28, we will see that Anna went through all of that. How, how did she go through it? In verse 10, and in, 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 no, before verse 10, before verse 10, we'll see that even Penina was always provoking her. What was she doing? She was always, you know, putting to her face that she's barren. She was always reminding her of the fact that she is barren. And you know when you, are in, when you are in a polygamous house and you are not able to have your child, it's like you're not even living at all. Amen. It's like you're not even living. Especially in a culture that children, they are, they are powerful. He said that the children will surround your table. That children, they are your mighty axe. In other words, if you do not have a child, you do not have your weapon of battle. In other words, without, when you are childless, it's like you, you are not, you are not 
not started yet. Because why? It's your child that will defend you. When you cannot talk, he will defend you. There is an adage that says that for, for a deaf person to be able to hear or to be able to listen, we say it's in front of the child. Because the child will have a way of interpreting it to the mother or the father. So that your child is somebody that will defend you. But in Anna's case, she did not have that. And why? He says in verse 5, but to Hannah, the, the Lord has shut her womb. In other words, you know, God had a purpose. For, for him to shut Anna's womb, God had a purpose. For everything that he does, he has a purpose. And it, it had to do with the faith of Anna, if you look at that story very well. It had to do with the faith, faith of Anna. And what happened? Uh, Penina was always taunting her. I was always telling her that the Lord had shut her womb. He was always making her to be afraid. He was always making her, to, you know, making fun of her. And what did that do to Hannah? That provoked Anna. Amen. Penina was provoking her, but what did that do to Anna? That provoked Anna to even be able to cry and to fast. He said in verse 7, she said, in verse 7, he says, And he, that is Elkanah, did so year by year. And he went to the house of the Lord with, with the two wives. So after Anna was provoked, what did Anna do? He said, therefore, she wept. Anna wept. And did not eat. And this was going on. This test was going on for several years. Several years, Penina was telling her, you are caused by God. That's why you don't have a child. And you know when, you, when a place, a polygamous house, they will use it to taunt you as if it's your sin. That, that's why she did not have that child. And that life was miserable for Anna. And what, did, what happened? Hannah made a vow. In verse 11, he said, she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts. In other words, Jehovah Sabaoth, you are the Lord of Hamis. You are the only one that can find my battle. I am making a vow to you. And what does that do? It says, if you indeed look at the affliction of your handmaid, in other words, God, I'm making a vow, I'm humble in front of you. And Anna was specific. She did not say, I just want a child. She said, your handmaid, a man child. She wanted a boy. And what did Anna get? Anna got a boy. In other words, Anna was specific. Anna declared what she wanted, and she was specific. That is the power of, you know, women, we can be very powerful. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And that reminds me of a joke that I heard very quickly about a, a, an old man that was walking around, you know, he was um, doing um, what they called, one of my daughters like to do is, one, I remember one day, he made us go, what do they call it again? Hiking, thank you. We made us go hiking, and I was like, Jesus, is Lord, this is I'm back in the forest of Africa. Where are we going today? Amen. <laughs> so the old man went hiking, and you know, you, when you go hiking, you see a lot of creatures. And so there was this frog. He came by this frog, and the man stopped by the frog, and the frog started to talk and said, pick me up and kiss me. Yes. <laughs> And the old man looked around and said, and looked at, why will I pick, I know frogs, how frogs look like. So why will I pick up a frog? The frog now said, if you pick me up and kiss me, I'll turn to a beautiful young lady. Okay, and the old man thought for a while and picked up the frog and put the frog in his pocket. And the frog wondered, he said, why will you pick me up and put me in your pocket? I want you to pick me up and kiss me so I can turn into a beautiful lady for you. And the old man said, at this age that I am now, I don't need a young, beautiful lady. I prefer to have a talking frog in my pocket. Amen. Because the old man knows that women, we are very, very powerful. At this age, if you should turn that frog 
into a beautiful young lady, he knows what power that young lady can have upon him. So Anna was powerful. Amen. Anna knew that he wanted Samuel. And in verse 19 to 23, God answered her prayer and Samuel was was born. And a lot of us, we think, oh, God remembered Hannah. God remembered Hannah. But when God remembered Hannah, what did Hannah do? In verse 19 to 23, Hannah fulfilled her vow. Verses 24 to 28, Anna fulfilled her vow. Anna said, if you give me the son, what will, what will she do with the son? She said that she will return the son to the house of the Lord. For he said, and, but, and in verse 27, Anna fulfilled her vow. He said, for this child I prayed. In other words, Anna went back to give a testimony. That a lot of us, we do things, God will ask God for something, he will do it for us, and we forget to go and give the testimony. Oh, sometimes you say we're trying to be shy, we're trying to be humble. In the things of God, for somebody that is operating in divine acceleration, you cannot afford to be shy. You cannot afford to, to close up on your testimony. You have to testify. Hannah went back and testified in 27. He said, for this child I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I asked of him. And then in verse 28, she fulfilled her vow. She said, therefore also I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord, and he will worship the Lord there. I tell you, women like I said, can be, women are powerful and smart. Anna knew that he could provoke God to answer her prayer. And he said, give me this child, I'll give this child back to you. It's like you give back to a child, you want twins, and you, you know, like, was it yesterday, somebody was giving testimonies that she gave back at 54, and I was like, oh, I better be extra careful now. And you know, I, I, it's like me at this age, giving back to maybe twins, two boys, since I have three girls, and I'm bringing them back to restoration and saying they are going to live in the house of the Lord all the days of their life. Guess what? I've given them to God. I've fulfilled my vow. That was what Anna did. But guess what? People will still call her the mother of Samuel. Amen. That is smartness there. So if I bring those twins, even though they are living in restoration, and I believe the deacons, deaconess, and pastors will be taking care of them, because at this age, I cannot be going anywhere with babies. Amen. But guess what? People will still say, oh, she has two twins, right? So that's the smartness. Anna knew she provoked God, she made a vow, and she fulfilled her vow. The Samuel grew in the house of the Lord, but guess what? Everybody till today, we call Samuel the son of Hannah. We know that he lived in the temple, but we still call Anna the mother of Samuel. That is what somebody that is operating in divine acceleration will do. And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. After, after her testimony, Anna did not just rest there. Anna did not just rest there. For you to enter your season of divine acceleration, you have to sustain it. You have to sustain it with a power that you need to sustain it. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. What are the power that you need? Number one, you need the power of, of walking in the right mentality. You have to be able to walk in the right mentality. For you to operate in divine acceleration, you have to have the right frame of mind, the right mentality. Proverbs 23, 7 says that they are always thinking about how much it costs. You know what? You have to think positively for you to be able to to operate in divine acceleration. And I declare that even this year, as we are moving higher in 2021, uh, the Lord will give us the right mentality as children of God 
in the mighty name of Jesus. The second power that you need is the power to have the right vision. I tell you, my people perish because of lack of, of, of vision. You have to have the right vision in the mighty name of Jesus. Proverbs 29 verse 18 talks about the fact that people that do not accept divine guidance, what happened? They will run wide. If you do not accept divine guidance, you will run wide. But when, it's, but when you listen, you will be okay and you have joy. And that will be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. So brethren, even as we're talking about power for our divine acceleration, you have to have what one? The power to walk in the right mentality. Forget what has happened in the past. Forget what is happening right now. You are moving on to the next level. You have to have that mindset. You have to have that thinking in you. And secondly, you have to have the power for the right vision. And the Lord will direct you in the mighty name of Jesus. Genesis 13, 14 to 15 talks about that fact also. And, that, uh, and, and the right vision that Abraham had, even while, while he was with Lot, his brother, was what directed him. And Lord looked, the Lord told Abraham, he said, look as far as you can see, every direction, the north, the south, the east, the west. Where, which area are you looking in the direction? Is it in the land of North Carolina? The north, the south, the east, the west. Because you are in divine acceleration, he said, I am going to give all this land to you as far as you can see. You are not getting it this morning, but I'm getting it for myself. North Carolina, north, south, east, west. Because of divine acceleration, the Lord will give it to me and my children's children up to the fourth generation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The third one is the power of working in thanksgiving and we've talked about that thank god we just had a, a family thanksgiving recently and we know how important it is to always give thanks he says in all things give thanks in all things do what give thanks you have to be able to come back like anna to be able to give thanks and be able to sing a song like anna sang in chapter 2 that we read he, she prayed and she sang her heart rejoices in the lord that is what verse 2 uh, chapter 2 verse 1 says he said our heart rejoices in the lord that is how giving thanks that father i am grateful i thank you for this thing that you have blessed me with the first one is the power of working in high capacity in other words when everybody else says it's not possible you are able to say, I am a God, I am serving a God that has promised me that this is my season of divine acceleration. And I'm able to walk in higher capacity in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, when you're working in higher capacity, your work changes. Hallelujah. I, we're not catching it this morning. Your work changes when you're working in higher capacity. That will be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The fifth one is the power of working in diligence. Amen. Is the power of what? Working in diligence. Proverbs 12, 24 says, work hard and become a leader. In other words, since you've been empowered, since this is your season of acceleration, you have to be able to be diligent. You have to be able to work hard so that you can become a, a, a leader. What will happen if you don't work hard? He said, be lazy and become a slave. And you do not want that to be your portion because in restoration, we're all leaders in the mighty name of Jesus. The fifth one is the power of working in forgiveness. Brethren, this is very, very important. Because of my time, I cannot say a lot about this. But I tell you, forgiveness is key. You cannot operate in your season of divine acceleration without this, this ability to forgive. Without forgiving. It may be difficult, it may be tough, you may be saying, no, it's not possible. This person have done this, this person have done that. But remember, he said, forgive us our trespasses so that what? We can, he said, forgive us, uh, he said, uh, uh, as we forgive those that trespass against us. In other words, you are telling God to forgive you 
with the condition that you have already forgiven someone. In other words, for you to receive forgiveness, you have to forgive someone already. If you forgive men their trespasses, what will happen? Matthew 6, 14. He said, your heavenly father will also forgive you. And the doors of divine acceleration that has already been opened to you will be yours in Jesus' name. I, I came across this, forgiving what you can't forget. A lot of people will tell you, I can't forgive what I cannot forget. You know, it's okay, but guess what? You can do all things through Christ that sentences you. A, a book by, uh, by Lisa Tekos talks and, you know, helps you to go through that. And you can write that down if you want to try it. It says, forgiving what you cannot forget. A five-day challenge. If you, are, if you are challenged in this area, you can go get this book and, you know, it will help you. He has a reading plan and, you can, and it will help a lot. You know, I, 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 I took that from someone. Amen. Another person is smiling at me already. The Lord will help us to be able to walk in forgiveness in the mighty name of Jesus. And very quickly, the last one is the power of sacrificial giving. Amen. For you to be able to get to the greater height, brethren, sisters, brothers, you have to be able to give sacrificially. That was what Anna did. Anna said, give me the son and what will happen? I will bring the son to your household. In other words, even though we know that the, the baby will still be called Samuel, the son of Hannah. But guess what? We know what sons do in the house. The son, they help you. They run around. They clean. Thank God for some of our men. They hire on addresses in the morning. But Samuel will not be able to do that to the mom, right? Because Samuel is serving in the, in the house of the Lord. In other words, Anna gave sacrificially, knowing that once I give this child to God, that child will not be able to serve me as my son. But guess what? I am still going to give him to God. So as we move into our season of divine acceleration, we have to be ready to give sacrificially. I thank God and I give God the glory because I learned this from a very young age, from the age of 14. And it has been working and will continue to work in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on now, you can do better in the mighty name of Jesus. I know when it comes to giving, sometimes we are always like, mm, but God wants us to grieve sacrificially, and the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Whichever way is it that you have been challenged, as we're handling this year, and we're moving into 2021, I want us to be ready, because like I said, during the Congress, the only con uh, gold congress that the geo said god has declared that next year is a year of restoration are you excited come on you can jump up for that it's a year of restoration in other words here we're moving from restoration to restoration and because it's a year of restoration he said there are three types of restoration even as we go on and i'm gonna let us take two uh, two minutes of prayer no, I'll say one minute of prayer, even as we move on. He said it's going to be a year of restoration. And there are three stages. And it's going to come with fasting and prayer. The first one is you want to receive your restoration slow and steady. Some people may like that, but I want to move higher. The second one is you want to receive your restoration fast and steady. And the third one is you want to receive your restoration flying. Amen. I want to receive my restoration flying in the name of Jesus. I want to receive my restoration flying in the name of Jesus. But how are we going to do this? We have to be able to walk in the right mentality. So as we stand up this morning, I want us to talk to God. Talk to God. Which area is it that you has, has been affecting you? Which area is it that may delay or disturb you from operating in divine acceleration? You need that power. Which power do you need this morning? Is it the power to walk in the right mentality that you need? Talk to God. Tell him, God, give me that power. 
I need the power to have the right mentality so that I can imagine myself in the right area in the name of Jesus. The second one is the power for the right vision. What is it that you need from God? Tell him to open your eyes of understanding so that you can see better. The third one is the power to be able to walk in thanksgiving. That no matter what, you do not want to always for people to say, how is it going? I say, I'm managing. No. You want to be able to say, no, I have every reason to thank God. You don't want to be walking as if the whole world is on your shoulder. That you cannot even smile. You want to be able to walk, giving thanks every day in the name of Jesus. Talk to God now. Is, the power, is it the power to walk in your high capacity? Is it the power to walk in diligence? Is it the power to walk in forgiveness? Is it the power to walk in sacrificial giving? Whatever it is this morning, the power of the Lord is in the house this morning. Like a women's sang during a women's conference, he said, he's too faithful to fail me now. He is too faithful to fail me now. So he, whatever it is, the faithful God is in the house. Thank you for listening to Restoration Podcast. Join us next week as we continue in the Word of God.